Welcome to the Beyond Macros podcast, a show where we teach you about nutrition and the art of working in so you can get the most out of working out. Today's episode is brought to you by us, Beyond Macros, a nutrition coaching company that creates jaw-dropping, sustainable transformations with habit changes rather than restrictive dieting. Registration for our new group program is open until Sunday, January 14th. So head over to beyondmacros.com slash group for more details. The group program will help you get leaner, stronger, and perform better at 20% of the cost of working with a coach. We aim to help you make a massive transformation in 90 days or less, and the program is designed to give you the ongoing support and skills necessary to make that transformation last. To make an analogy, our one-on-one coaching is like hiring a personal trainer, and our group coaching is like going to a CrossFit class, except it's better because the program is custom-tailored to your needs. You will get coaching and feedback, you will also have the accountability of your peer group, and you will learn the nutrition skills necessary to make the right nutrition choices feel effortless. If you're ready to make the permanent change, head over to beyondmacros.com group to learn more and register. But hurry, registration closes January 14th and won't open up again until March at a higher price. If you want to make some big changes before the CrossFit Open, this is your best opportunity to gain an advantage. In today's episode, I had the opportunity to sit down with Maddie Turner and Stacey Harris of The Chief Life to pick their brains about what lessons they've learned after 100 episodes of their podcast. Maddie poured me a heck of a long black with a nootropics cocktail, and Stacy poured me a tall, cold glass of her home-brewed turmeric kombucha, and we dove into one hell of a healthy discussion. In this episode, you will get plenty of ideas for new habits you can start to form in 2018 to enrich your life and improve your health and performance. The first topic that we talked about was prioritizing play. So many people just say, well, you're an adult now, so you shouldn't do these things. You shouldn't play anymore. It's like, well, no, fuck that. Like, you want to get creative. And it's funny because you see so many creative people get suppressed because of what society say, which is terrible because they thrive in, in their environment where they don't have to, or, sorry, more so like they will earn money when they're being creative. Mm-hmm. Yet when money's the driver, they're not creative. So it's like yeah. they get suppressed because that's what society's saying they have to do. And we have to earn all this money. And, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like those who realize that tend to do the best. Play really is an opportunity to flex your creative muscles and get into flow. But it's not always easy to maintain a play practice with work and other responsibilities. The paradox is that when you have the opportunity to fit play in your day, you show up stronger to work, relationships, and beyond. Maddie and Stacy both have some awesome play practices like surfing, swimming, and walking their puppy. They even worked together practicing a choreographed dance for their wedding. We worked with one of my yoga teachers to come up with a wedding choreography dance um, that, yeah, we did a month ago at, at our wedding, um, which was so much fun. Mm. Just that was play. That was play for me. And um, I think it was probably both of our most favorite part in the whole lead up to the wedding. I don't know about the actual day. I guess there was some other stuff that was kind of important. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was super fun. And I think even when I have got – when I do – have got the time. Everyone's got the time. When I create the time um, to do it and just turn on some music and dance around the house or whatever, like that, that to me is play. Even though Maddie and Stace have tons of play options on their menu and own their own business, they're still human and sometimes struggle to keep up with their play practices. There's crazy deadlines that we need to hit that unfortunately sometimes it just doesn't, it doesn't 
play out the way that we want but it to be. But we always make those choices because it's our business, yeah, so exactly. our deadlines. Yeah. So really, you know, yes, we want to work towards things, but we're happy that we've made that choice. It might be a sacrifice on the play thing that week, yeah. but we're still happy in that. And that usually we follow it up with a lot of play afterwards. They also made a great point about a time in their business when it consumed them and distracted them from the things they love to do. As a result, their business suffered. We got very lost in our business for a while there, I'd say, where we were just focused so much on the business and not enough on ourselves. And we saw things just start to come apart. And so we realized that we needed to really be living what we call the chief life if we wanted to actually be successful as a business. Like We have to figure ourselves out first before we can help anyone else. And now that we've got a tribe of thousands of people, it's like, how do you influence these people if you can't even do it properly yourself? So yeah. we kind of we kind of made a few things, sat down and kind of said, this is what we really need to do for ourselves. Like, what are a few non-negotiables? Um, and so for me, that was just like, hey, I want to train every day, like or every, most days. So I make sure that I still fit in my training. And if work is busy for that day, then I'll just do a little less training. But it's like, make sure you're getting something done because I know you're going to be more productive without it. This was a lesson they learned the hard way. And I've been there with my business too. We're all human and we can get caught up in things at times. But as long as we become aware of our bad patterns, learn and grow from them, it is a positive. One thing Maddie and Stace implemented after the period where both their play practices and business suffered was micro play sessions throughout their day. Maddie's first suggestion is simple and something that has enriched my life as well. I think the biggest one is always just getting outside for 10 minutes. is yeah. always a good thing, like especially over the lunch break. Um, as a lot of people say, they can't just take a 10-minute break. And it's like, oh, do it over your lunch hour then. Like if you, if you get an hour or a half hour, get outside and just spend 10 minutes in the sun at least and you'll, you'll feel so much better for that. Most people are allowed to go, but they choose not to. Yeah. Um, but for us, I feel like the walk has probably been most effective when we're here. And Stacy has suggestions that echo the breath theme that we've revisited a few times on episodes of this show. Some things that I've suggested with some clients has been around breath work. Nice. So because, you know, people who smoke get to go have a cigarette break and whatever, but why not have a breathing break? So just go outside and I, I guess we keep saying the outside thing because light is medicine. Yeah. Um, we did a podcast with the sleep doctor and he just really reinforced that for us. Like if you're tired, look up at the sun with your eyes closed because that's going to help to trigger the right pathways to get you feeling awake again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, you know, sit down and focus on your breathing and even giving some protocols like box breathing, like four seconds in, four seconds hold, four seconds out, four seconds hold, that just gives people a moment of, not, I guess not so much play, but clarity and space away from the noise and the busyness and the fullness to, to come back and know, know what's important. One thing both Stace and Matt touched on that I've found super helpful in the early phases of habit formation is setting an alarm as a reminder to do something playful or to pull you out of the work grind for a few moments of presence. I guess just breaking up your day and finding a way to get away from the computer, even if it's an annoying alarm that goes off every half an hour and an hour. <laughs> It just yeah. makes you laugh or makes you get up and go and do something, um, listening to comedy, you know, a comedian on, on podcast or something like that, <laughs> just to, yeah, do something that sparks some kind of happiness or laughter. When I had a shoulder injury, I set an alarm for like every hour. So I'd hop up and do my exercise real quick. And it was like, I had to do 20 reps of three different things. And that was awesome. Just like hopping up, makes your blood flow and then you're back to work straight away. Yeah. And uh, I think they say that 45 minutes is like the ultimate productivity stint. So I was like, do 45 minutes, break it up with five minutes and then go back to 45 minutes. And that's like the ideal productive day. 
But actually setting that in play is a pretty hard thing to do sometimes. Especially yeah. if you're in the middle of something. And yeah. You don't actually want to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, just five more minutes. Just five more minutes. <laughs> and play isn't the only thing that can be hard to fit into your routine. Taking time out for inner work can also be put on the back burner. Well, it's really interesting that we're having this podcast with you right now because I had disconnected from a lot of that inner work and started to get a bit lost and um, old habits came back in of negative thinking and and all that kind of stuff. So then you have a wake-up call and you're, ah, I need to do some of this inner work again and and reconnect with that that deeper energy. So journaling is one of my favorite things to do. Um, But you've really got to carve the space in your day to do it, hey. It's like making it a priority. Um, And then not really having an agenda with it. So I think people think that you need to be writing a certain thing, but free writing is the best way to express what's going on inside. So um, once you start exploring that stuff, then what comes up is is really almost astonishing and, and surprising, but then it allows you to have clarity and continue to make better decisions moving forward. Um, but off the back of that, I love doing um, gratitude in the morning. So if I don't have time to do a full journaling session because we start work quite early with the training sessions and whatnot, so I'll just take three points of gratitude, three things I'm grateful for, and it doesn't even have to be anything big. It's literally like I had a good night's sleep last night <laughs> and just yeah. the little things that kind of set you up for success in the day. And sometimes as a coach, you know what inner work you need to be doing, but it's hard to take your own advice when you're being pulled in every direction with work. It's funny. We'll constantly talk about like, okay, so make sure you get out and get some vitamin D of the day. Like <laughs> for lunch, you should be sitting outside trying to eat your lunch for 10 minutes and try to eat slow, like calm yourself down. Yeah. Rest we'll digest. sit at our computer sometimes like, fuck, I just got to get this work done. Like, you're just <laughs> eating like crazy. Like, take a break. Take a doesn't break. work at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's when we can call each other out on it. Yeah, exactly. I think these are important messages to hear because I know some clients get frustrated and self-critical if they're not perfect. But nobody is, not even the coaches and experts you look up to. We are all human, which is why Maddie, Stacy, and I talked about some solutions and practices that you can dive into. One solution I pulled from Stace is to find a reason to dig deeper, and for her, that reason was a gene mutation. For most people, inner work, I mean, you've explored this a little bit with, with other members so you, or um, people that you've interviewed, so you could probably touch on this a bit more, but... Um, it's going to be a different thing for everyone, that, that journey and what causes you to want to dig deeper into those things and why it's so important. And I guess what's highlighted it most for me is just before we started recording, I mentioned that I've got the MTHFR gene mutation. And one of the, the symptoms of that is depression. Um, another is anxiety. And, you know, these are, are biochemical issues that with the right treatment um, in terms of taking time to journal, taking time to have gratitude, meditation, yoga, um, maybe even CrossFit, like depending on what intensity you're going at, and then supplementation with an individual who can help to, so a naturopath who helps you through that journey. That is some of the biggest inner work that I've done, Um, acknowledging that there is something that's not me, um, that I can heal and and be a better self through looking into other areas of, of my health. So I guess that's like the biggest thing I've been working on and I feel like it's something I want to talk more about and I'm quite passionate about because experientially, uh, when you have stuff happen to you, it means you can help others. And this is quite a common gene mutation. So it's like one in three people have one allele, um, you know, and so that they're expressing it and they're not, they don't even know that it exists and that it's so easy to treat with zinc and and B vitamins and and get the body feeling good, get the mind feeling good and, and live happy. 
Maddie's motivation was just a matter of finding an explanation for why some days were good and others were, as he described, shit. And in the learning process, he has found some practices that work really well for him. I kind of found that I was having really good days and really shit days. And so I kind of wanted to figure out what was the difference between the good and the bad. Um, And so for me, it was more so about setting up practices for each day to make it successful. And it didn't necessarily matter in which order I got these things done, just as long as I was getting them done. Um, And so I kind of really narrowed it down to um, if I can learn something on that day, uh, if I can train on the day, and if if I can eat well on the day. They seem to be like things that, generally make me happy across the day. In addition to some practices to make his day successful, like reading first thing in the morning, training in the morning, and eating well from his first meal, Maddie also talked about some cool deeper work he's implemented. I guess the other side of things was like we started diving deep into even things like we're doing meditation. So the the types of meditation that we do is completely different. Like Stacey was saying, it's a a different journey for everyone. Um, I... I didn't really enjoy meditation where people would like a guided meditation where they tell you, all right, now we're going to take a deep breath in. I'm like, put some waves on the sound of some waves and some, some brainwave, like humming yeah, noises (laughs) behind me. And that's what I I like to jam out to. And I can kind of slow my breathing down and just really focus on that. And that work, that's what works really well for me. Um, The other thing is like micro, micro um, meditations, which is something that we kind of came across it's something that we're already doing, but one of our meditation coaches kind of came to us and said, hey, you're actually meditating every time you do this. And it's like taking that that second to look up or like enjoy the surrounding. Um, Some one, people might call that mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's literally pleasant. just taking that minute to be like, you know what, I'm outdoors right now and it's so beautiful. Um, or that second to be like, you know what, I've got a really cool house. I've got a, a really cool wife and a really cool dog. I'm, I'm stoked with life. Thanks. I'm glad I made the list. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure to put In you first order, or Prim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the house beat us both. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like in that, that, like taking that realization, you can be grateful for a lot of things. Something I did for a while was wake up and every, like until I did my first thing, which is usually washing my face. So walking from our room to the bathroom, which is literally the next door, walking to there and just saying thank you as many times as I could. So um, like, thank you for my alarm not being so aggressive in the morning or like, thank you for feeling uh, rested this morning. Thank you for a a fun weekend. Thank you for whatever it might be. Like, thank you for this day. And just saying thank you like 20 times before you go into that first thing, that's amazing what it can do for your day. Like it just sets you up to be happy. Like it's hard to be upset when you're saying thank you and kind of it's hard not to smile when you're saying thank you so yeah it makes it sound so simple but we've listened to a lot of podcasts who explain they explain the science behind it and you know the neural pathways that it connects and it makes sense so then it's hard to like share all of that with somebody when you're saying hey just do this thing that works really well for me but they also need to maybe understand the science and the why Mm. before they feel the benefits from it yeah, it's crazy. Like all these things are coming back around that the ancient practices. Yeah, people moved away from them because they were airy fairy, and it's like, yeah. oh, hold up until science proves it right. We're not going to do it. And now science is coming around proving it right. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we can do it now. <laughs> it's, it's a bit ridiculous that it had to go that way, but it's good that it's starting to come back around. And I'll close this episode there. I hope you've gained some insight into how easy it can be to fall out of healthy routines, but also how simple it can be to implement them again. If you are interested in learning more about Maddie and Stace, you can go to their website, thechieflife.com. And I definitely recommend checking out their podcast, The Chief Life. 
If you want to hear their interview with me, you can start with episode number 102. And I also loved their shows with J.P. Sears and Logan Gelbrick. Over the course of our interview, they also recommended listening to episode 76 with Eamon Wolf, episode 75 with The Sleep Doctor, and episode 59 with Ryan Drake. And right now, if you're interested in learning more about the Beyond Macros group coaching program, you can get more details and sign up at beyondmacros.com group. The program is designed to help you reach your goals now with custom calculated macros, coaching, and accountability, all while setting you up for a sustainable transformation by teaching the nutrition skills necessary to make a lasting change. Next week, we are back with Marcus Philly of Functional Bodybuilding. We dove deep into topics I haven't heard him discuss on other shows yet, which I'm super excited to share with you. Make sure you are subscribed to the Beyond Macros podcast on iTunes to get that show when it drops. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to seeing you next week.